Hey folks, I'm Alistair Ozdiak, and welcome to Distilling Stigma, where every two weeks I discuss a specific social stigma, covering everything from social context and material impact to strategies for pushing back. You can find information about this podcast at www.distillingstigmapod.com. You'll find our links to social media, as well as all the places you can download or subscribe to episodes. In this teaser episode, I'll define stigma, tell you what you can expect in future episodes, and get into a little bit why I decided to do this podcast. Thanks for listening to Distilling Stigma, the podcast that breaks down how we separate us from them. So what is stigma? Stigma is a process that justifies discrimination by separating people into discrete categories and claiming some of those categories don't deserve full membership in society. I'll be using a model that defines stigma in four steps. Step one, labeling. That asks, how are specific social categories constructed? What makes these separate identities salient? So, for example, how does a society decide what gender is or what race is? Step two is stereotyping. That's pretty intuitive. You take a characteristic that's generally agreed upon as negative and associate it with one of the categories you established in step one. Step three, separating. That's where you psychologically or physically separate the category you stereotyped. You make it seem like they're a totally different category of human from everyone else. Finally, step four is discrimination. This is where we see the loss of status, the material impact, and the inequitable access to resources. You've seen it before. This four-step model comes from the 2001 article Conceptualizing Stigma by Bruce G. Link and Joe C. Phelan. I'll put information about it in today's show notes. Uh, Link and Phelan also make the important point, stigma happens across a power differential. A marginalized population doesn't have the power to stigmatize the people in power. In each episode, I'll take you through all of these four steps, including the history and context of that particular stigma, how people navigate their stigma, and how different stigmas interact. And I'm also going to give some examples of people who are doing really great destigmatizing work. So why do a podcast about stigma? Like it or not, stigma shapes the world around us. It's a really effective tool for a political party to mobilize its base, especially in support of oppression. It reduces pushback by making discrimination seem righteous or natural. It tells people, those people deserve our scorn. And it also reassures us, you will never be one of those people. So ultimately, stigma undercuts our ability to restore and transform relationships. And it can be really hard to analyze stigma critically because by its very nature, it elicits really strong emotion. It elicits it in those who receive it, those who perpetuate it, and those who want to reduce it. And these are really intense emotions, feelings like shame, disgust, indignation, and outrage. So this podcast hopes to provide a chance to examine the process of stigmatization with a clear framework while still acknowledging its emotional impact. Being able to identify the steps of stigmatization means we have leverage points for disrupting it. The next episode of Distilling Stigma will be the first full-length episode, 40 minutes or so. I'll be discussing stigma against trans people. 
Like I mentioned in the intro, you can find information about the podcast, including where to access new episodes at www.distillingstigmapod.com. Follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at at distillstigma, or email me with feedback or episode suggestions at distillingstigma at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.